But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, we got David the Man and God Harris here as a. Uh, He'll have his winners and losers, college and NFL football. Yep, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what he has to say about winners and losers. And who knows, I may even have a couple to throw in as well. What you got for us, David? What you got cooking up? Because I know you were basically cooking up on the phone last Saturday. Yeah, I know they say fire up chips up in Mount Pleasant, but I'm definitely fired up for this past weekend of college and professional football. Ooh, and as you know, as usual, this is what we do right here. David, take it away. Wait. All right, the winners and losers for the week four of college football and week three of the professional NFL. Start off with the winners, as always. We're going to start off with Kansas State's Adrian Martinez. Watched that game last week against Oklahoma. Wait a minute, didn't he play in Nebraska? He transferred he to Kansas play. State. How long has yeah. he been? At, how long has he been playing college football? About about thirty years. That's what I'm thinking. I know. It seems like he's well. He's been playing for forever. Right? Is he on that doctor plan? Like, is he eight years of football? Because he's. I, I could have swore he was quarterback from Nebraska back in 2015. Yeah, he, he was quarterback in Nebraska, basically. You know. Got married, had you know, right. has about two kids, kids right, right now. He's then making... transferred to Kansas State after you know, yeah, all those years of torment in Nebraska. Right, but it, it was good for him, particularly knowing one his history at Nebraska while playing Oklahoma, um, and then also the week before Nebraska getting the break speed off them by Oklahoma. <laughs> so probably a little bit of retribution. But basically, Adrian Martinez at Kansas State played out of his mind. Five touchdowns, career high. Like, everything that could go right for Martinez went right. And it was good. Uh, granted, I don't know. I don't want to say this is his last year because he probably, like, he may have, like, two more years of eligibility. He might he might be a coach next season. Like, we, he's been there for so long. Yeah, he skipped, so, yeah, he skipped grad assistant and went straight to coach because, like I said, he got, like, I could have swore he's been at Nebraska since 2015, 2016. Man. Yeah, I mean, he probably did his graduate assistantship at Nebraska last year. Right. Like, he's been around that long. Uh, continuing on, we'll stay in the Big 12. The Kansas Jayhawks. I don't want to say, are they now a football school? But, I mean, they beat another basketball school in Duke last week. Well, remember, they want a game day to be there for Kansas and Duke football game. Now, obviously, game day is going to be there. Probably if Duke ever went to Kansas, they're going to play there in January or something. They would be there. But they said game day was at the Florida-Tennessee game. A little more important game. Yeah. Yeah, plus Kansas will be playing uh, our old friend uh, Matt Campbell today as they play Iowa State. That's at 3.30, so that might be one to tune into. Some theater, as you like to say. Could be. I, I, I would say if, if Kansas beats Iowa State, first of all, Kansas should be ranked. If Texas A&M is ranked, and like some of the other, I'm just pointing them out just because 
they lost at home to Appalachian State uh, when they were top 10. So if Mississippi State is ranked with that loss on their resume, then Kansas should definitely be undefeated because they've beaten. They've had a better and tougher schedule than some of the teams that are ranked, and they're undefeated and they're a power five, which usually should say, hey, we're, we're in the we're in the not just receiving votes, but creeping towards, you know, top 25, if not in. So I think Kansas, if they win against Iowa State, they're definitely going to be ranked. And if they're not, there's, there's going to be a lot of questions. So with UCLA, beating, should, with UCLA beating Washington the other night, should they be ranked? Because they're undefeated and they're not ranked. And Washington was like top 15. Both teams were undefeated and UCLA really gave them the wood. Yep. And then considering how Washington... You know, see the breaks off of Michigan State who still hasn't recovered. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, w- I would say UCLA is probably going to be deserving ranked. I think I, we all know that the NCAA and the voters have an SEC bias. We know that. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll put in a two-loss SEC team before they put in undefeated Big 12, lower-tier Big 12, or even Pac-12 team. True, true, true. Uh, one final winner from the college game. And the Kent State Golden Flashes. And the reason that I have them as a winner is because they played Georgia tough. They played Georgia competitive. We were on the air as, you know, as that game went into halftime last week against Georgia. And I, I like, I, I watched that game. Like, that's what I wanted Toledo to do. Like, just be competitive. True. Like, just, just go out there. Like, Georgia, I've, I'm sure that there are a lot of fans in Athens, Georgia, that are like, hey, we respect Kent State because they had us, you know, worried for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's all I want your group of five schools. That's all I want Toledo to do. Preach. But no. So, shout, shout out to Kent State. Represented the MAC proudly. Um, yeah. I believe, doesn't, I think Toledo plays UT, uh, Kent State this year. On oh, crossover? Mm-hmm. I do believe they do, and and I and you're right, and I I saw that 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 that's something that kind of irked me too is that just we we know you're not going to win, but at least beat the spread. I mean, if if you're a gambler, and, and UT was supposed to be a 32 point spread, and I thought I bet against it. I said yeah, I think UT could probably lose by 21 to 28 points, not thinking that they would get 77 points drilled on them, and they'd only score 21. Now in the first quarter of that Ohio State game, we thought oh, okay, this might be a competitive game, but it, it it just yeah. Toledo plays Kent State on the fifteenth in two weeks. Yep, at Toledo next yep, and week. That family weekend. Yeah, and then next weekend we play that rival over there in IU and DeKalb, which will be interesting. We'll talk about them a little bit later, though. But right now, Kent, congratulations to Kent State at least going down to Georgia and making it competitive and at least ha- giving a little bit of respect. Back to the MAC after Toledo, one, probably one of the traditionally better MAC schools, kind of laid an egg first time ever on primetime uh, network TV. And, and especially with everyone saying that Georgia was probably just a one of one to win the national championship, well, uh, maybe not so fast as Ohio State's kind of still in there as well, but it may just be between those two. Could be. Keep going, David. All right, switching over to the professionals I get paid instead of the college kids. The Indianapolis Colts getting off the schneid. They win ugly. Um, little help from the referees during that game winning drive. 
Um, but, yeah, I mean, they won at the end of the day when the scoreboard hit zeros. They had the victory. Kansas City, granted, they didn't play that well either. Um, do I still think Indianapolis is the class of the AFC South? No, because we'll get to who I think it is as of right now in a little bit. But I just, this team needs help. And I don't know if it's Jonathan Taylor needs to kind of get the dust off because he really doesn't look like himself. I don't know if it's because Matt Ryan is really showing his age. But, like, this defense can only hold on for so long playing well. But then again, though, you've, you've got Indianapolis being one of the lower-tier teams. So, okay, thank God for the win. Keep going. And and then who I think is um, the class of the AFC South of Jacksonville Jaguars dominating with their defense, which is pleasant to see because a lot of times, you know, Trevor Lawrence this, Travis Etienne, blah, 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 blah. Like, the defense is Jacksonville's bread and butter. Like, what they do best is dominating front seven and supporting secondary play to help back them up. Like, that's how Jacksonville is going to win this division. So shout-out to the Jaguars continuing to just dominate teams. Dominated the L.A. Chargers. Granted, Justin Herbert was a little injured, but, like, that Jaguars team might be a dark horse to make it out of the AFC or at least get to the AFC championship game like they did a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Switching over to the losers, say in the pros, that Monday night football game between the 49ers and Broncos may have been the worst professional football game I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like, that, that was bad. Like... There was no weather. It wasn't like, you know, the San Francisco-Chicago game where it was, you know, a freaking uh, monsoon. So that contributed to it. Like, that was just bad football. Like, I I don't know how to explain that. Like, we say sometimes that you should just burn the tape. Like, that tape should be burned and then re-burned again. Because I don't know what you learn about either team. Like, is they San suck. Francisco really that bad? Is Denver yes. really that bad? Yeah, San Francisco's bad. They think about it, they lost to the Bears. San Francisco's bad. They're just, they are. Even with Jimmy Garoppolo, they, they just got, they're, they're bad. And Denver, sorry, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out, is it the players or is it the head coach? We know that there was a lot of bad clock management in the last few games. They're blaming the head coach, saying, well, you know, it's his first time really coaching and just the bad management or is the players. We're still trying to figure that one out. But either way, there's some bad signs there. So it was just a game of between two bad football teams. Yeah, and and I think it's I think it's leaning like sometimes the coach makes the players look bad by the play calling and the decision making. We'll get to one shortly. Uh because Russell Wilson's not that bad of a football player. Like he like he made you know crap happen in Seattle mm-hmm. with comparable talent. So it's not like Russell Wilson has been known to improvise and make diamonds out of doo-doo. Mm-hmm. Like like I, I think it's coaching. I think Hackett's trying to outsmart everyone, being you know, first head coach, first year, you know, all eyes on him, all pressure. Yeah, he's struggling. 
Another coach with a little bit more uh, time under his belt, Matt Canada, offense coordinator for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. He should be fired because his play calling is complete trash. Wow! Like, like everyone blames, oh, it's um, oh, it's Mitchell Trubisky for not going in the middle of the field. If the play calling is not designated and designed for your players to go to the middle of the field, if you're just calling stuff between the hash marks and the um, sidelines, then that's what he's going to throw. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. offensive line played decent. Running, running game was, you know, okay, but, you know, they're improving. You have weapons. Like, throw the ball to the weapons. He's trying to do 15, 20-yard stuff when there are players right in the middle of the field that are wide open. Like, yes, Mr. Trubisky played bad, and granted, that's a little bit of Mr. Trubisky, but it's also the play calling doesn't help him. Like, so I, everyone saw Thursday night. Like, that game was for ours for the taking. Outside of that BS touchdown at the end of the game that, you know, screwed up everyone's gambling. Um, like, that game was there for us. And the offensive play calling is going to kill us time and time again if we don't make a change. And I know Pittsburgh never changes anyone, you know, within 10 years of service. But you got to make changes when you play like crap. And the past two games, the Steelers' offense has looked like crap. That's play calling. And the, we don't have a Ben Roethlisberger that can run around and make magic. Like, yes, Mr. Jabisky is faster, but he's not going to take those hits like Ben did. David, I do have to ask you this. I'm hearing uh, quite a few people saying, saying that it's Kenny Pickett time in Pittsburgh. Are you buying that or are you saying no? Why, why would Kenny Pickett come in and then have the same issues? Like, in, the issue is play calling. Like, Mitch Trubisky is playing all right. Like, he's doing what he needs to do in terms of stop gap. Like, when things are going well, granted, the defense is a whole other thing because clearly without T.J. Watts, teams can just run on us willy-nilly. But, like, if the play calling is crap, it doesn't matter who's back there. We could have Lamar Jackson in our backfield. And if the play calling is as trash as it is now, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we could have prime Tom Brady back there. We could have we could have Jerry Rice running. We could or catching passes. We could have a prime, you know, Frank Gore, Terrell Davis in the backfield. Like if the play calling is crap, it doesn't matter the caliber of players that you have on the field because you're always going to dumb it down, and throw the ball, not where it's wide open, but throwing it in coverage. And it's going to hurt yourself time and time again. Yep, he will. All right, switching back to the college game, the losers, a couple top-ranked teams, or 25 teams that lost, Miami Hurricanes to Mid-Tennessee State in a game that really wasn't as close as the final score even said, because I think Middle Tennessee really dominated. And then a rivalry, quote-unquote rivalry game between Texas and Texas Tech, always playing it close. I don't know if Texas is real or not, because they're just they're so not. inconsistent. Like, they play Alabama to the end, and they look dominant, and then they look, I don't want to say flat, but in a rivalry game, it seems like they played, eh, they're like, eh, it's Texas Tech, we're... We're ranked, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Texas Tech, as usual, as we've seen 
at least over the past two decades, like plays them tough and gets that win. I guess storm the field if you want to, but yeah, like I don't know if Texas is a legitimate title. Obviously, not a title contender because they keep losing, so they're not going to be ranked as much. But to win the Big Twelve, I I don't know if Texas is going to be up there come the end of the season. Yeah, they they won't be. I, at least it gets the uh, it shuts up the whole Texas's back crowd who tried to claim that after they lost close to Alabama. When truthfully, I don't think Alabama is as good as they've been in years past. Yeah, and I mean Alabama's going to Alabama just because through Alabama, but like Texas is supposed to, you know, every year we hear Texas all recruiting. Top tier recruits. Everyone's going to Austin. Um, they're reviving the Longhorns of yesteryear. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see once we get to the Red River rivalry um, what this team looks like. Because I think Oklahoma is still one of the better teams in the conference, and that'll be the standard by which everyone else is basing where they are in terms of. Not just conference, but national uh, national prominence. And then the last loser, and it'll be kind of, I won't say much because this will be our transition into the Rocket recap. That that Toledo-San Diego State game. Like, oh, it was rough. So, rough, rough. Like, I'm not talking about a dog. I mean, it was rough. Like, both quarterbacks were just this. I, yeah. It was. It, it was it's so, so bad. Rough. You you're you're speechless. I mean, <laughs> like cause we we, talk, we talked about it last week, and I don't want to get too much into the rocket recap, but this was supposed to be the. Okay, was the like how deflating was that Ohio State game? Going out west, playing a pretty decent San Diego State team. And they just looked flat. They looked like they were still shaking the cobweb after that beat down. Like, did, did Ohio State really beat us down that bad? I would say yes. Like I said, Ohio, oh, yeah. Ohio State's just on a different planet. But, but that was expected, though. That was expected, though, but not as bad. I would, if you would have told to me, expected. right, right. If you would have told me they would have almost hung eighty points on the Rockets, I would have been like, "Get out of here." I thought it might have been like a fifty-five to thirty-eight or something score, or something like fifty-five to, to, to possibly twenty-eight, not seventy-seven to twenty-one. Especially, and then scoring a first a, a first quarter first uh, first quarter touchdown by Tom, Tommy Zyrus, who used to go to St. John's Jesuit, by the way. Yeah, it was unfortunate, um, and we'll get more of that recap as we preview the Central Michigan game coming up today for homecoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, and that that's it for my winners and losers from Week Four of college football, Week Three of the NFL. Mm. I'm going to add one in there, and that happens to be my Michigan State Spartans. I mean, look, losing to Washington a couple weeks ago, 
I'll say that was kind of expected. Big Ten so. teams. Well, Big Ten teams going out to the West Coast n- n- uh, rarely play well. Is that why you're not wearing your Michigan State stuff today? But then, but Minnesota, I thought that they just flat out didn't show up to play. I mean, even Mel Tucker saying what he did after the Washington game, I'm not going to repeat it on air. There, at least he he'll own up to it, say that they got to be better. But really, I think it's it comes down to one. Depth is a problem. Um, I'll allude to this. They ended up at, when Tucker takes over, fifty-five players that were recruited by Mark D'Antonio have transferred out. Five went to a Power Five school, and only one of them is seeing any kind of significant playing time. And that's Davion Williams at Kansas. Mm. So I think that just kind of shows malfeasance by the previous regime for the poor job recruiting. So Mel's got to get his guys in. So though anyone's saying, oh, that contract, guess what? It's not your money paying for it. It's billionaires who ponied up to pay him. And the other thing, too, is let him get let him get his guys in. I mean, you can go to the portal, get guys, but the portal's basically like going to Goodwill or a thrift store. Maybe you find something that's good that somebody said, oh, not worth a hoot. But for the most part, you're basically just trying to put duct tape on just to hold everything together. It's a quick it's a quick fix. Like so, oh, people just Spartan fans need to pump the brakes. I'm not going to get too bent out of shape over it. I mean, I'm not happy, but you know what? I'm not going to come on these airwaves and yell and scream. If anyone needs to lose, if anybody does end up getting canned, it's probably going to be Scotty Hazelton, the defensive coordinator, because I don't like this scheme they're running. But what good is firing him going to do right now? Not good at all. Is unless you're telling me that that there's somebody on staff who's going to do a better job calling the plays for the defense. I don't see it. So where do you think Michigan State's going to end up this season? I hate to say it, but they're probably not going to make a bowl game. Ooh. I don't. I mean, unless, I don't see who who are they who are they going who are they going to beat besides Indiana, who's not good. Hood and Rutgers. I bet they'll probably upset Michigan. Let's just be honest. (laughs) David, I'm the Michigan. You never never know. David, when Michigan State is good, they beat Michigan. When they're bad, they don't. Outside of 2020, what? But then again, that was COVID year. Yeah, but any team can beat any team. You just never know. A lot of people. Not that, David. That's true. In the, in this rivalry, when Michigan State is good, they beat Michigan. When they're not good, they don't. I mean, a lot of people didn't think Ohio State would lose to Michigan when they were having that crazy year. And you know, are you talking about last the, year? Yeah, you, you just never know with rivalry games. Records go out the window. It's about pride. It's about the intensity, and we know. You know, more years than not, Michigan State always plays Michigan tough, just like Michigan and Ohio State always play each other tough, no matter what the record is. Like, just rivalry games are that kind of game where something crazy happens. Like, you just just never know with a rivalry game. So, 
like that one, and then like they could they could win another game. Like granted, like half the teams in college football end up with bowl games, so can't really say that. Like they may or may not miss a bowl game. So yeah, I wouldn't say that they're going to go winless the rest of the way. I mean, who who are they gonna who are they gonna beat besides Rutgers or Indiana? Because those are the only two winnable games I see on the schedule. What what is that? Rivalries, rivalries are a crazy thing. They're not they're not beating Michigan. I'm gonna say that right now. I mean, there's always a possibility. I understand what you're saying. Like that's like saying, "Well, Toledo can probably beat Ohio State." Could it happen? Yes. Will the possibility of it happening? Probably no. That's what you're basically getting at, right? Yeah. When when is the little brother bowl? October 29th. Mm, See, Halloween weekend. Right. Scary things happen. Exactly. Well, that's also going to be first round of high school playoffs in Michigan, so I'll be, I'll probably be occupied with that. You just don't want to watch the game, do you? Depends if I have a playoff game that day. Nah, nah I bet it. Michigan, I don't it, know if I don't know if I will or not. Right, but let's just say that if, if Michigan State was dominant, you make sure you made room to watch that game. Right. It depends on officiating right now. Okay. All right. All right. We always got to get that Michigan State in. All right, David. Thanks so much for your college football winners and losers. Uh, coming up next. The woeful rocket recap and rocket preview with David. First, we got the rocket recap with that uh, bad loss in San Diego State. Thought it'd be a bounce back game for them. You know, first two games playing opponents that they were way better than, and then they were outmatched against Ohio State. So then it was kind of a barometer to see hmm, what they will do. Now they're playing what their first MAC game, first in conference game. It'll be interesting, right, fellas? Yes, it will be. David, what little teaser for us? If someone doesn't get fired up today, someone's going to get fired. Ooh. 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 I cannot wait. Play that amen music, that preacher music, because he's about to sing. This is an 88.3 WHTs. After further review, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. WHTs after further review with a picture of Frank Bastion in the horse's head. You can hear us in your pockets. If you got an iPhone, we're always on iTunes. Make sure you listen to us. Give us five stars if you like it. If you have an Android, it's going to go over to the, download the SoundCloud app and listen to WXRT's After Further Review. We're also on live with our NFL Pick'em WXRT's After Further Review on Facebook. And we're also AFR Sports Show on Twitter. When we return, we're talking about Rockets football. It's a great crowd out there right now, but will the crowds keep coming? The Rockets are still up and down. We'll talk about that and more here on 88.3 WGTs after further review. We'll be back after this.